Welcome to another episode of One-on-One -on -one with Patrick. Yes, in this series, you'll hear me having conversations with guests, just like any of the millions of podcasts out there. But there's a twist to this one. Here, you get to be a fly on the wall in a one-on-one -on -one web design coaching session. I'm not speaking with industry experts, leaders, gurus, or influencers. I'm talking to people like you. People who are still in the very early stages of their web design business journey. People who have questions, concerns, struggles, or simply need some motivation. I hope you'll find it useful. Let's dive in with today's session. How about now? Yeah, I can hear you great. Cool, cool. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I can't complain. Yourself? I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Good. There's no point, really, is there? <laughs> what is there left to complain about? Exactly, exactly. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay. I think, you know, family's okay. Has everyone around you okay being protected? Yeah, that's what's most important. Cool, cool. Yeah, All right. So, um, so uh, but how boss. do you say your name? Is it uh, Ivor? Yeah, Ivor. Or, Ivor. Or you can call me Ives. People call me either. Ives. Ivor That's or e. Ives. Yeah. Okay. All you right, Ives. One. Okay, cool. We'll go, we'll go with the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from uh, London, you said? Yeah, I'm from, um, I live in Wembley at the moment. So Wembley in London. Ah, okay. Mm. And you're in, you're in uh, Mexico City, right? I'm in Mexico, not Mexico City. Okay. Uh, I'm in the Puerto Escondido. It's on the west coast, Oaxaca. Okay. Is yeah. that where you is that where you work, live, or is that your everything? Work, live, play. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm from uh, Toronto, Canada. Uh, I just moved to Mexico actually a few months ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I just got married last month, so we're living here now. And uh, yeah. Congratulations, first time, man. first time in Mexico. Thank you. Congratulations to both of you. But enough, enough about me. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell me a, bit, a little bit about yourself and like where you're at in your web design journey and how I can help? Okay, so the, I'll, I'll go straight to what it is that I can I compelled me to make the request was mm -hmm. I, I'm not never sure how much to charge. I'm I'm a teacher, and I teach IT mm -hmm. and I teach various different things. Um, and I know how much to charge for my services as a teacher and whatnot. Um, I do videography as well, so I can't figure that out as well. But when it comes to making a website, it's kind of like, I don't know, someone asking for a suit to be made, you know, where it's like, you know, depends on how big this person is or how they're going to wear it, when they wear it to work, is it going to be a wedding, is it going to be, you know, just go to, a, you know. So it just there's very different um, reasons for the pricing um, structures, you know, so... I personally, I'm focusing more on my skills and what I do, but a byproduct of what I do is people saying to me, oh, can you do for me what you've done for yourself? You understand? And I'll say, okay, and then I have to figure out how to charge them. Now, I've pretty much worked most things out. Um, I'm going to start doing drone flying, drone piloting soon, because I need it for the video feed that I'm doing. So I literally just bought my drone so I can go off and practice. But... Wow. I wouldn't know how much to charge for that. So it's just, I'm going to be in the same boat where someone's asked me recently, they've, they've started working for a new company and they've been put in charge of helping with their company's uh, website and whatnot. 
And so they said to me, oh, could you possibly do it? And I, I initially said no, because I didn't want to get caught up into or go down a rabbit's hole away from what, I, what I'm focusing on and get caught up in this whole web sophistication thing. You know, it, 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 there's so many moving parts to websites. This guy, all he wants really is a four-page website that says what they do, um, a bit about them, and that's about it. And, they, and the thing that I've been working on was using Wix because it, I'm a designer. It just moves around very quickly. I can get what I want. And uh, so I started working on that. And, uh, and it made me move forward with the website process. The thing is, I, I wouldn't know how much to charge for something like that, you know, for a four-page website with simple images and whatnot. And obviously there's more things that I could possibly learn from a person like yourself. Um, or I might be going down the wrong direction and you can maybe um, put me back on um, track. Hope that helps. Okay. So it seems like web design is not the primary service you've been offering, is it? It's not the primary service. My teaching is my primary service. My service okay. is to offer coaching for tutors, yeah. teachers, and for offer teaching for, like I literally came off a Zoom call before this one about half an hour ago, and I was coaching a brother and sister. The brothers lost his hearing four years ago, and the sister wanted, he wanted to be able to connect with people long distance, but you know, everyone's doing Zoom. So I had to work out a way of doing it. So I used PowerPoint to, so that they'll pick up the subtitles, teach her, teach him, put them together. And so that's one of the things I was, I'm doing. And that's what I do. I help people with oh, interesting. software skills. Website, okay. web design is something I can do, but I don't know. Yeah. So it's an additional service you're kind of just venturing into for the first time. Mm. Yeah, it's a bolt-on. It's something extra. I want to keep it simple. Yeah. I, don't want to, I, want to, I don't want to get too sophisticated with it because I don't have time to focus on that. So, I mean... The easiest way to decide what to charge for your service would basically be to, to work backwards and basically be like, well, how much is my time worth? How much do I want to make per hour? And then with each website um, you build for somebody or you quote for, I should say, you estimate just how many hours it will take to build it. And then you just multiply by hours and, and hourly rate. That is the easiest way. But if you're just starting out, that could get a little tricky because it might take you longer to build a site right. um, than someone who's a little more experienced. Exactly. And so the client, you'll end up charging a price that's higher than the client's willing to pay. So it's not as simple, like how, how to decide how much to charge is probably the most common question I get. Uh, Cause it's not that simple, especially when you're first starting out. Hmm. Um, generally speaking, when I was first starting out, I tried to determine what kind of budget the client was trying to, to play within. And that's important because like you said, uh, you know, buying a website is like buying a custom suit. You can go down to the materials, like the pockets, the, the style of the suit, like the prices can go anywhere from a hundred dollars to thousands, like suits hmm. can endless right and websites work in a very similar way how many features are you going to offer or have on the site how many pages what type of content images video right um are you going to sell things online like e-commerce features all of that adds to the cost so i've i try to get my clients to be very specific about what it is they want and let them know 
the more concise they can be with their messaging, with their content, with their pages, the cheaper it'll be for them. Because you know the cost is going to be higher if you have to do ten pages versus three. And that's important to let clients know because it's actually pretty interesting how they don't think like that. They actually think they need to have as many pages as possible, like make this big, big site and fill it with as much things as possible when it's the exact opposite. They really should be as concise as possible. People don't have large attention spans anymore. They have very small attention spans. You need to be very obvious right from the start, right from the home page, what it is you're about, what you what you have to offer them. Um, so oftentimes I've taken someone who's like, yeah, I want five, six pages and I look through it and I'd be like, you know, you could actually do all of this with one page. I'm like, really? And I, and I do it for them and it saves them like, you know, half the price. Um, but I guess that's all just a long-winded way of, of really saying, being crystal clear and trying to understand what exactly your client needs is the first start and then what their budget is. And that can help you give a, give you a window to play within. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the budget side of things because I, I, I've obviously trawled YouTube looking for someone to answer the question. And one of the things that I keep on hearing is find out what the client's budget is. But establishing that is not always easy. One, because they don't always know. Right? <laughs> and two because they're not always willing to kind of give that information up because they feel a bit vulnerable. You know, they yes. say, oh, well, our budget is five grand. And you'll say, well, the website production actually costs, you know, 4,999 pounds. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it just happens <laughs> to be that much, you know? Yeah. Uh, so people are, and if it was the other way around, I'll be like, I'll be, I'll hold that close to my chest as well. Cause I used sure. to buy um, for uh, school and I was given a budget. And when I was um, asked what it is that I needed from the su supplier, they would say to me, what's your budget? I'll say, um, don't worry about the budget. I'll tell you what it is I'm trying to do. And you tell me how much you're willing to, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm on the other side now. So you, you can't always get that information. I need to know if someone asks me for a website. So I'll say, Patrick, look, this is what the guy's asking me for. I'll kind of show you what I've done. Do you know what I mean? And then you look at it and say, well, Maybe based on what I can see of you, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying for me to come up with it. I know you can't tell me what price to charge. I know you, I'm not expecting you to do that. I'm just maybe need another ear on, on the situation. Do you, you understand? So, um, yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess I should budget might be the wrong word because I was trying to convey the idea that uh, you really need to find out what their needs are, what, what's most important to them. Just like, it's just like buying a car. Why do, why does anybody buy a car? Because they need something, they need to get somewhere. They need a vehicle mm. that can take them somewhere. Everything else in between are just nice to haves. There's the must have, which is basically an engine, four wheels and a steering wheel. Mm. And then there's the nice to haves with all the mm. fancy features, the air conditioning, mm. the, the, uh, an electric car or like, you know, fancy movie automatic mirrors or starters. Mm. Like, you know, it, it's endless. So really trying to converse with them and be like, Hey, so and talk to them like that. Like, listen, like we can do like a bare bones thing that does what you exactly need to do for this price. And then try to price out each additional feature and, and kind okay. of productize things. You, okay. That's good. Because then um, what you're saying makes sense. All right. I get that. And um, I'm not going to come back with something complex. I'm just saying, I get what you're saying. It does make sense. 
And on, you know, to add on to that, what would be good for me, I suppose, or anybody else who's in my position, is having some sort of kind of key questions. Because you said, get the bare bones of what it is that you need to know as a web developer or web based upon what they want, yeah? And uh, so having some, some idea of maybe the four kind of key questions. I know what, what's your budget is one of them, but you may or may not get answered. But there are other things like, you know, how, obviously how many pages do you think you need and things like that. But what would you suggest, um, what questions would you suggest that I ask? Because I'm going to do what you said and um, sit my fresh new client down and say, because he kind of waved at me and said, oh, you know, we just want four pages, some pictures, address, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm like, Basics, okay. Yeah. They're not sophisticated. Listen, these guys are con um, construction construction workers. He's just a foreman type guy. He's been given a role and he has he wants to have nothing to do with it. He wants to give me the money. He trusts me. We, we know each other. And he, he doesn't, he's not like, um, if I was talking to you or maybe some of your clients, they'll have more sophisticated questions to ask about the production. He knows nothing about it. You understand? So I need to have some sort of way of getting the key building questions out of him. I'm not sure what to ask. Uh, the number one question I ask is why? Why do you want a website? And that usually, they people never get asked that. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they come to me like, hey, I'm, I'm interested in buying a website. How much do you want? Why do you want one? Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of puts a very cerebral, very cerebral they're, question. They're expecting me to pitch right away, right? But that why? is the most important. Yeah, that is <laughs> why. Yeah, it's the it's the ultimate question. Are you trying to get um, my head? But it's <laughs> flip the, uh, reverse the table. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's they. You'd be amazed how many people hadn't actually thought about it. And hmm. but no, but seriously, like, what is the purpose of the site? What do you? What's the goal? What's the objective? What do you want it to do? Do you want it to just be a, basically an online business card where you present your your information, your services, and then an option to contact? Is it for lead generation? Are you trying to grow subscribers, email subscribers? Are you trying to get more social media followers? Are you okay. building a brand? Like, what? Why do you want a website in the first place? Right. Well, I, I think I can semi-answer that, but I'm still going to ask him that question because I think it's a really good question to ask. Um, I think what they want is what you mentioned is like a like a flyer, like a, um, a business card. They want something, obviously, yeah, an electronic business card that has pictures, maybe rollovers, and and, and a way of people seeing a bit about them and having a presence. I think they just want to start off with a presence. And it will build, start adding more and more um, things to it as it grows. But right now, I think they, just, they, they because they're just starting up this, this, this business, they need to throw something up there. And they don't know anybody apart from me um, who could possibly do that for them. And uh, I want to use a tool that is quite straightforward, but not, you know, like for a child. But, and uh, when I thought of Wix, I thought, oh, really, am I going to do that? But when I went with Wix, I realized like a lot of people you've got to have some sort of design acumen, acumen. otherwise um you're not really gonna it's not as easy as people might think you know so yeah uh, yeah so so that the sorry i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gifting off the, the, the question okay. the question you asked was um you said i should ask was why okay and then after 
what's your budget and why? What else would you say? So I'd actually start with why. We could even put aside the whole budget thing. Like these questions will actually kind of get you to the budget. Okay. They kind of they're 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 all part of just like you don't have to be direct and say, oh, what's your budget? But you can be ask why do you want a website? Oh, I want I want to get more leads. I want new customers. Okay. How do you want to do that? How is the next question? <laughs> like, well, through my website. Okay. Well, like, how do you drive traffic to a website? You know, you can't just build a website, put it up on the internet, and then people are just going to start flocking in, right? That's not how it works. So you can start to get them thinking, well, how do you get your, how do you currently get your leads? You know, and you start to learn more about their business. And the more you know about their business, the better prepared you'll be to, to build the site for them and to give them something that meets their specific needs. Mm. So if they say, if you ask them, how would you like to get more leads? They're like, well, through the website. Okay. Well, there's a number of ways we can do that. Uh, we can work on, we can build the site and then work on improving your Google rankings, SEO, right? Mm. Uh, do you use social media at all to drive traffic for leads? Do you use Google ads or Instagram ads, uh, paid channels? There's lots of different channels to, to bring in traffic. Mm. Um, you know, I did a, a website for someone recently. He's a painter. Um, Service-based businesses definitely need to have a Google reviews page. Because when people Google for a painter in my local area, the first things that are going to be featured at the top aren't just website links. It's going to be Google reviews, Google like local businesses on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. So little things like that, like trying to understand the, the client and their business and what their goals are. If you get that stuff, the foundation, that core down, the rest will come pretty easy. Because once you start figuring that out, you'll be like, okay, well, then you don't, if you're not interested in SEO, then you don't need a blog. So you cut that out and save that that price, whatever. How many services do you offer? What like what's your product? I only have two products. Okay, we could probably just stick that on one page. Just your products on one page, your homepage. Um, you know, do you do you have a lot of press releases? Like you know, we need a news page, which mm-hmm. frankly is kind of old fashioned. But um, yeah, based from that, you could basically be like home products, contact three pages, and then you can price it out based on how how you how much you want to make per hour. It's usually, or, or you work out um, if they happen to kind of open up. Sometimes they do mention like uh, their budget. Sometimes they mention, oh, I got a quote from this guy and this was like crazy too much. Or like I had someone come to me recently, like I did, uh, I had someone on Fiverr build my website for me and I, I don't like it. Can you fix it? And right away I'm like, well, Fiverr, like, do you mind me asking how much you paid? She's like $150 and like, like, no, like, I don't mean this in any way, but you get what you pay for. Like, uh, $150 for a five page website, like you're, you're going to get junk. Like mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like going to McDonald's and expecting like a, a steak, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's literally that level. And so mm-hmm. I, but I didn't say it that way. I just, I tried to like, cause she doesn't, people have tight budgets, small business owners. She has this dream she wants to do. She has this passion. She has this product she wants to sell, but she doesn't have the cash to really invest upfront for a a good website, a proper website. And that's such a common problem. So I, I'm recommending a lot lately that people I talk to web designers are starting out. And this is what I did from the very beginning is I tried to do like a subsidized pricing model where I, it's a low upfront cost lower. And then 
in, in exchange, they agree to host the website and, and allow me to host and maintain the website for them at a monthly rate, monthly package. But you see, so, I, I, I won't, I, I won't, I won't be able to do all that thing. I, I mean, I don't, wouldn't know how to host. I don't think I can tap into those skills immediately. What I'm, what I'm talking about right now for people is right. just creating a, a web presence. And you know what? Even figuring out also the other thing is, is a price to charge uh, for a monthly subscription where they can um, contact me or get me to update the website for them um, a certain amount yeah, of that's, times. Yeah, that's what I'm talking month. about, the maintenance, yeah. But I'm not sure how, again, how much to charge for, but do I charge them like 25 pounds? I'm saying pounds, right? Because yeah, I'd say 25 yeah, pounds and then for each month and then they can contact me, let's say four times, you know, once a week or four times throughout the month to up to, to do um, uh, changes or well, how does it, how does that work? If people want to make changes, how do you charge for that? So, I have two separate. I have two separate packages. I have the the maintenance and hosting, where I I, I host the website on like some re really I have high performance servers, um, and then I maintain everything. So I keep everything up to date. I keep WordPress up to date. The plugins up to date. I, everything is secure. I have a premium um, security service to block like hacks, and bots and stuff, spam. Um, and it includes VIP support. So like even just today, someone came to me, even sent me an email, like my, my site is down. I think I broke something. I was trying to do this and that. I'm like, no worries. I, I have a backup. We'll just reinstate the backup. And within minutes, it was, it was fine. That's a, that there's so much value in, in timeliness when it comes to websites, because people are used to, if something goes wrong and they have to call, uh, you know, a call center in India and wait for hours or, or speak to someone who doesn't really understand what their needs are. Customer service is huge. So my clients often say that's my the favorite thing about me is that they can just send me a text or an email and I'm generally very quick to, to fix something that's wrong. Um, but yeah, basically updates, uh, backups, um, um, reports. I send monthly reports as well. So they get activity reports to show everything I've done to keep their website up to date and maintain properly. Um, all of this is, I, I use WordPress. You don't have to use WordPress. You're using, you said you'd like to use Wix, right? Um, I'm not sure if Wix has a, I think they do have a designer, they have a version of their platform that's made specifically for designers to kind of resell their hosting services. So that could be something you could look into. That's what I did with Weebly when I first started out. Basically means that Weebly would charge $20, $25 a month for their typical package. But as a web designer, I get to resell it. So they charge me $8 and then I, I charge the client $25. So I get the, the majority of the revenue. And they, they're willing to do that because as a designer, I'm bringing in clients to them, to their platform. Okay, that's, good. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, so- I'm not sure if Wix offers something like that, but you could look in, into that. What about, um, so the, the, what about this, um, I, like I said, I wouldn't be, uh, I'll think about the hosting side of things, but sure. for now, just to say I made this website for them with this four thing. And I said, look, I'm going to update the text every now and then or change a couple of pictures for them every now and then or, you know, put a video on there for them throughout the month, just for the beginning. That's what's going to happen. And I'll move on to these other things. I know what I'm like, but on a basic level, you know, what would, what do you think I should, I could possibly charge 
for the um, for that service each month. So you're going to offer unlimited design edits? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm saying to right. you, yes, I don't want to do that. And the next thing you know, once I you, said that to you, yeah. you say, no, don't do that. I don't think that's a good well, idea. Again, it's it's balancing the value that a client the value that the client gets versus your time and whether it's valuable, worth it to you to offer it at that rate. Um, there's no way I would offer a $30 a month service that includes uh, unlimited edits like that. That will take up so much of your time. You won't make nearly enough money profit off that because they can basically email or text or call you anytime they need something changed right. and you're constantly going in and like to, for perspective, what I charge for that is 200 a month for unlimited edits, unlimited design, uh, and then 300 a month for like e-commerce sites because e-commerce sites um, cost a lot or take a lot more work. So what, what would you charge for um, um, non-unlimited edits? We're, we're, I mean, how, so how they, you... if they, yeah, so I have some clients that rather just kind of go by the hour and, and based on uh, just contract ba um, project basis. So if they have, some changes they need done like a few times a year. You just, I just bill them hourly. I make the changes or I quote based on what the changes they say they need. So they know what the price will be. Um, and I charge at a rate of $50 an hour. So like if, if um, a client was to say to me, okay, we've done the website. We like the text. Um, this month we, we want to change, you know, just um, this box There's a box of text, a small amount of text, a couple of sentences um, and a picture. Now, what do I kind of say, well, I'll bill you after a certain amount of changes or do I bill them for an hour for that change each time they ask for a change? Are, I mean, are they, uh, in this scenario, are they like a monthly retainer client? Like, or do they have a subscription package or are they just- That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I'm assuming, that I'm going to stick with the 25 pounds a month because I don't know. Sure. Let's say it's 25 pounds a month. Do I say to them, you get four change, you get four um, revisions each month and then you know they are you could do that some some people some designers have really they've they've they're very clear like this gets you four revisions this gets you 10 this gets you 20 you could price it out like that hmm. um i've chosen not to do that because i find it's extremely confusing for people when they're trying to sign up to a service and there's like this huge list of what it includes and what it doesn't include and there's three mm -hmm. options and then they have to worry about like okay well four revisions is that enough or am i going to need more than that well 10 revisions seems like a bit much am i going to be pay overpaying and paying for something that i'm not getting mm -hmm. and it creates too much um, confusion and like they, they can't decide so they just leave like, I don't think that's a good way to, to try to price out web design services. So, so People, between, that, between that and the unlimited, what is the option then? This is why, I, this, is, this, is, this is how I decided to do it. Uh, this, the base package that I have doesn't include any edits. It includes all these other things. There's a huge list of services of maintenance and it does include, and it gives my clients the ability to make edits themselves if they want. They're totally free to do that. They have access to their site. There's that, and then there's, all the way at the other end is unlimited. Anything you want, done, no questions asked. The reason I did that is because web design pricing is far too confusing. People have become accustomed to unlimited things. Uh, we live in the era of, of Netflix and Spotify and um, Uber Eats and like 
on demand, anything you want, unlimited, you know, unlimited speeds on internet. Like people have grown accustomed to that. So it's just a matter of finding a price that fits, that's valuable for them. That also makes sense to you that you also make a profit and finding a model where that works. Now, Part of I only started offering this unlimited service just about six months ago. So, and I've been doing web design. I've been doing this business for almost five years. Um, so I I only I grew to the point where I felt comfortable offering that because I know my skill level is at the point where I can do all these little edits fast. Because otherwise, you you got to think right away. Well, two hundred dollars a month. How many hours a month am I going to be spending doing edits for for these guys? Am I going to end up losing money? You know. Um, my experience tells me that the vast majority of people just love to have the option when they need it. They're not going to come to you every single day with, I need this change. I need that done. And they don't do that. They just want the peace of mind and comfort knowing that anytime they need something, you're there. So you're saying to me, what I should basically think about then is not so much about the $25 um, lower version because they have a restricted amount of edits, but increase the price and say, look, you know what? In this price, you get unlimited edits, and that price would work out comfortably for me because I don't mind the, that they they probably won't ask for as many edits as you know you might think, but you're still getting a decent price. But then, because mm. but then I'm not sure how much I would charge them each month. Do you know what I mean? Like that, something like that. For well, my, you have to be yeah, and you have to be open-minded too because I do have clients where they don't fit into either one of those packages, they have very unique needs. So I have one in particular who um, requires a lot of edits, but more so it has to be very, has to be done very quickly. There's a very narrow window that they need them done within. So I quoted them a separate monthly retainer based, based on those unique needs because it didn't fit within the packages that I offer. And even the unlimited design edits package that I offer, it's by application only. I don't approve everybody that wants it because I know the vast majority of people will be fine, but there's, I would say about 5% will abuse it. And you can gotta, you can kind of tell the type of person as you're talking to them, you're like, yeah, I don't think we're really a good fit. Um, and it also has the added benefit of making it feel like exclusive because it's by mm. application only. You can't just buy it whenever you want. I have, it has to be approved. Right. Um, but do, for you, I, when you, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I was going to ask you about, cause you mentioned retainer. I don't want to forget. How does the retainer thing work? Like if, for example, if I was going to do it, what would be a retainer process? They'll pay me a certain amount and what, how does that work? Yeah, it basically means you, you and your client come to an agreement of a monthly retainer, a monthly amount that they will send you every month up front. And in exchange, you have this list you know, for these services that you offer. So if, for example, your client says, well, I'd like to have unlimited design edits and I need them done within 24 hours every time. You're like, okay, well then I need to, so you price out what that would work out for you. And like, yeah, I can do that for this much per month, yeah. this okay. retainer. And it comes in automatically. There's no, um, a retainer basically means, yeah, it comes in. You don't have to invoice and wait for them to pay you. Right, it's right. just an, it's a pre-agreed upon amount um, for this specific service. And it just comes in every month. The reason why I try to encourage web designers to start thinking from the very beginning how they can build up their monthly revenue, their hosting, their maintenance, um, any service they can offer that involves a monthly subscription. 
because so many designers will build a website for someone, publish it and they're and send them on their way. And that's it. They never see their client again. Yeah, when that client, they need so many things. The web, just because yeah. the website's launched doesn't mean the work is done. It needs Absolutely, to be taken yeah. care of. Mm. And why shouldn't that be you? Mm. Because like they'll, they'll either let their website fall apart or they'll go find someone else to take care of it for them. And you've just lost out on a, a monthly revenue that comes in regularly. Mm. And the more you can do that, the less you have to worry about acquiring new clients every month. Because the, the quicker you can build your base, your base income, that comes in automatically every month, the less you have to worry about constantly getting another client, another client, another client every month just to pay the bills. Okay. I had an idea to charge about, I'm going to tell you straight up. I was thinking about £45 an hour because, because of my, the way I teach. My teaching can go from up to £60 an hour down to £25 an hour if I'm working with a charity. Do you understand? It just depends mm-hmm. on who I'm working with. Um, so, and also the video editing, same sort of thing. If I'm doing some work for a charity or if I'm doing some work for someone private. So for me, I was thinking maybe I'll charge them, um, I think it was something like £45 an hour for 20 hours. Mm-hmm. And then kind of brought that down to how much that is a, a day of work. Um, and can I produce a four-page website in Wix with, you know, the text and the pictures in that time? And that was going to be about 800 Pounds or seven hundred dollars, maybe something like that. What do you think about that price range? Do you think for for a four-page website for a construction company who's not looking for e-commerce or they're not con- concentrating on SEO at the moment, which I'll draw them to, but just a simple, like you said, business card, web presence, initially, and then charge them maybe twenty-five. Well, again, I think now you've made me change my mind about the um, the um, revisions throughout the. Uh, month but just let's just say about eight hundred dollars for the website yeah the uh that's i mean just based on the limited information you've given me that sounds like a fair price i definitely wouldn't say that's too much and it's not it's not too little like you could still make a good profit off of that for yourself um and it seems like a, a good price for for the type of work they do it's construction business right um what would I would say is since you're just starting out and you, and I, I, I often re- recommend this for people that are just starting out, be honest and say, Hey, I'm, I'm looking at offering this service monthly price, whatever, 25 pounds a month for this list of things. Does this sound like something that would be, would interest you? Does this look, does this, is this valuable to you? Get honest feedback. People love to give their opinions on things. <laughs> And they're, and they're, if it's done in the right way, none of these like, well, how would you like our service? Please fill out this survey. No one wants to fill out a survey. They want to have a conversation. If, conversation. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, I want to start offering this. I'm not quite sure what's the right you know, price. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to, to gauge that and see, see where the market's at. What, you know, here's what I want to offer the list of services. What would that, what would that be worth to you? Mm. See what they say and start the first early clients, just start getting feedback. Okay. Can I do something? Can I sh- show you, or I sent you an email. I'm not sure if you got it because it's last minute, but I sent you an email of my sure. the, the site that I was messing around with. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, you saw it. Okay. So yeah. did you, did you, did you burst out laughing? Right. I'll be honest. Or what was your, no. what was your honest reaction at first? Patrick, be honest with me. I know we just met, but I knew, I knew. <laughs> uh, I will say the the video of the eraser threw me off. 
Oh, that that really, you didn't like that, no? Um, uh, no, I, w I wasn't sure because it's erasing the text. Yeah. So it makes me feel like I got a rush to read it. But I I, see, the thing was, I, I put it on there and I was timing the, the, it for it to be read while it's happening and it stays there for a while as well. So it kind of takes a while to write out. Then it kind of hangs around there for a while and then it gets rubbed out to draw attention to that area. And then the person okay. might glance over and read it again. Because I'll tell you oh, what it I is. See. The way I'm thinking about it is when I had that there before, I know it's on websites. When you go to a website, you see something, and you can't glance at it, but it's, it's an important piece of information. That's the reason why I'm doing this, my aim. And people wouldn't look at it. So once I put the writing there, people, I've done a little focus group, and most people have said, well, yeah, I kind of paid attention to what it is that you do, and I understand why you're doing it and what the ethos is behind, mm -hmm. you know, but maybe the eraser part, I don't know how to get rid of it. Without... So, I, so I'll tell you this, it's far too long. Like I'm watching it now and the guy's writing the, all the words, like no one's going to stick around to wait till he's done writing to read all of that. Um, it's too, it's too slow, too long. Um, the other, so the main thing I, I'll tell you what I thought of when I landed on your site, there's okay. too much going, there's too much going on. I, I don't, I don't know what you do or who you are. It takes me too long to figure that out because you've got multiple different services. There's the 50 plus IT, there's IT training, social media production, virtual tours, assessments, resources, portfolio. There's that video that's going there on the side. There's, uh, uh what was the other one? The, oh yeah. T and tech. Uh, and then there's electric biker size which sounds interesting, but I also, I don't get how it fits into everything. It's, it's too. <laughs> right, can, I, can, I, let me, can, I, can I share my screen so I can see you destroying my, my website? <laughs> now I'm, like, I'm cool. I'm joking. I'm cool. I'm all right about it. Is it all right? For, okay, it's disabled. All right. Can you share, can you share the screen? No, I'll turn it on. Yeah, I'll turn it on. With, yeah, so um, I'd like I to see it was... what it is that you're, you're chipping away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it's not allowing me to. Okay, why don't I share my screen? Because I, I don't know why I can't seem to. No, you share your you share your screen because you're okay. evaluating it anyway. Yeah. Can you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm so I land here, and right away we have three buttons, three calls to action up here, and then seven navigation, seven links in the navigation menu, and then two boxes here. I like the little videos that play when you hover over it. That's cool. And then you have this big thing. And so my, my attention is being drawn to like too many things. Right. Um, when I land on your, your heading here, your homepage, I should know within three to five seconds what you have to offer me. It right. literally has to be that quick. I love your slogan, sip some tea while you learn IT. And that, that does tell me what you're doing. That, that right there tells me you teach IT. And that, so that should be your, your focus, your main feature there should be like, okay, that tells me what you do, but it's way too small. I can't, that should be the focus instead. Um, and then like we, like I said before, there has to be one clear call to action for your website. So what is it that I'm a visitor on your site? What do you want me to do? Mm. Where do you want me to go? What's, what's the goal? Contact you? Well, I thought that if I kind of have these, because I don't like busy websites myself, to be honest with you, right? So uh, yeah. now the, the reason why I got the assessments there, because like I said, it's on development. So 
if you notice, the assessments and resources don't go anywhere because this is not oh, okay. being launched yet. I'm like, okay, I had my students the other day, and what I do with my students is they'll go to, a, I got a resource site that I use, and they'll go to that resource site. Do you understand? And then they can do their assessments there. So I'll say, go to my website, and they'll go there. But that's not activated yet, so I wouldn't get them to do that right now. Um, and the assessment sites. So that's okay. That so that's so that's for people that are already your students. Well, yes and no, because somebody might want to try the assessment and see, you know, what level they are at in, in a particular thing. So it's just an option okay. for them to play around with. Um, but because this this website is supposed to be a working tool as well. So for me, when I'm teaching a class, I could tell them to go there and they can click on that and then they can get on with some exercises I'm giving them. Or it could be somebody like yourself who might come along and have, have a look and, you know, want to find out more about what I do. And then I, that's the reason why I put the services up there for them to, to get a little idea from the text and that, but it's just, I know the writing on the side is annoying. That's why I put click video to stop it because otherwise you wouldn't know, <laughs> you know? I, but it, even that is so small, you can barely see that instruction. Yeah. But yeah, I would, I wouldn't, I would ditch that. It's too long. Um, but yeah, I would really encourage you to think about if I, if you're using your website to to bring in clients, uh, if you're, well, who's your, is your ideal client someone who's over fifty that wants to learn about it's IT? It's one of my, it's my one of your main, th- yeah, it's my, one of my main things. The so the fifty plus and the um making well the virtual tours is now becoming something so if you click on the virtual tours that should be active actually click on virtual tours and that's something now so i've made a little trailer type thing that kind of um Mm. you know it's a montage of all the different virtual tours that i've done and uh to give a person so you create these for people with the virtual tour that you look that yeah. virtual, everything in there, everything on this site that you've seen, I created. So the tour itself was for a company that um, yeah. I created. Yeah. So your challenge is really, you have a wide variety of services you're offering. Um, because these are going to be different people that are interested in these different products and services, right? You see, but someone... Was, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say someone who's interested, who's over 50 and needs help learning about IT isn't going to be interested in social media production and isn't likely to be interested in, in someone creating a virtual tour for them. Right. Right. So well, for me, your website has a lot of cool things. No, it's not, you don't have to ditch anything, but it's your challenge is that because you have such a wide range of services, you could confuse people. I felt confused coming here because I, I, I really wanted to know what is it you're, what is it you're great at? What do you, what do you do? Um, the IT stuff seems to be the center. And I, like it I is. said, I do love the sip some tea while you learn IT and make that the focus. You're almost, yeah, it's, it's just about kind of clarifying and simplifying if I could put it that way. All right. Click, click on the um, 50 plus IT. And that is, the, that is the main thing is the homepage and this thing here. If you click on the little whiteboard thing at the top, if you scroll up, yeah, click on there. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, I'm I'm, try, I'm 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 also going to be offering doing explainers because I like the idea of it. So yes, this is better. This is definitely better, especially for your target audience. And there's audio as well. Can you click on the audio? Can you hear it? 
In the bottom I right. Did it for, you know what? I heard it at first and then it, it stopped. That's very strange though. I, I, I don't, it just cuts out. I can't, I love I the think, video. Okay. I think it needs to be embedded differently. How, how did you do this with uh, Wix? I just dragged it in, just put it in. And there's like a, a video widget or whatever. Yeah, I mm. would actually upload that to YouTube and then just embed the YouTube instead. So it has the controls in it. Yeah, it'd be like this doesn't this isn't working quite right. There's I don't what know. What about if the it's Vimeo? My browser I'll put it in Vimeo and do the same. Vimeo thing. would be good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's best. So any videos, generally speaking, any video, it's best to host it externally and then mm. embed it on your site because it'll intention. reduce the It'll reduce the server load. It'll reduce the loading okay. uh, for, for each page. So, yeah, I would take that same video, just upload it to Vimeo or YouTube, and then just embed it. And it'll, so is it'll this page all right? Would you say, would this page on the right direction? Because yes, this is to do the 50 plus. Except for the biker size, electric biker size. I don't know what that is. That's um, a thing that will be offered to the older people. It's, it's just It tells you what it's about on the video. When you watch the video, okay. it says what I do, why? Because I'm trying to get funding. I'm actually going to, I'm getting funding to um, lease bikes and get older people to do exercise um, and people and introduce them to electric bikes as well, because it's, it's over in England. It's very, the big thing to get people to off the trains, off the this buses. Is, huh? Know. Yeah. I'm watching the video now. It's a good video. It's a really good video. Did you make this uh, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just me in the field. To, I, I no, did. but I mean like the the editing and everything. Oh, I, yeah, the editing I did as well. Um, Premiere Pro. That's really well done. Oh, you like it? Yeah, I love the explainer that you have where you're like you see you talking into the camera, but on the other half you also see the the action. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I was trying to say do do a couple of things at the same time, you know. So yeah, it's Thanks. it's very well done. Yeah, so I would just recommend same thing source it, um, host it externally and embed it from Vimeo or uh, YouTube. But you see why it's on the, on that page now, because it's, it is for the 50 plus. It's, it's, it's part of that. So here's the thing. Thing. I would say it's a good start for this page, but there's not enough content. You have two great videos, but no text. There's no, uh, coming on. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Um, because especially if you're over 50, (laughs) they might not figure out how to watch the video right away. They might be old fashioned. They just want to read. So it'd be good to have like actual text and content, but you said you're, you're working on that. Mm. You know what? I really, I would love to see if your ideal client is, is, you know, over 50, I would love to, to kind of keep it to the it and the biker size, like have it, you know, leave the social media production out, leave the virtual tours out. Unless those are like, are those big sources of revenue for you? Or are those services that people often come to you for? It's like I, the IT buys the umbrella, right? And I have these skill sets that I have. Yeah. And, um, I just thought that if some, if I give my business card out to somebody and they come to the IT bar, then if they, there's different conversations I have, like the social media production, that conversation comes from people wanting me to do what I've done for myself. And how do I do it? You just said it just now, Prince. You said to me, "Did you do that video yourself? Did you?" Yeah. So you saw I presented it. <laughs> I did. I edited yeah. it, and I did. You, yeah. you, 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 <laughs> now you're gonna you add know? a video editing section to the site. <laughs> well, that, that's why I put in social media because obviously social media production means that I produce. I have to. There's various different skills involved in there. 
you know? So the best way to yeah. look at the social media is go to, what do you call it? Go to the homepage, you'll see. But I didn't, haven't kind of put it up. Go down a bit. I'll go over to it, yeah, to the right. It's over to the right there. You go over to, no, here? up, up, no, it's oh, a okay. social media. Go up, there you go. Right here. And if, yeah. you, if you look on it, you'll see, the, you'll see the videos that I've made. I've made a little montage of those as well, just so I can put it on that button. And there I am again. There's a photographer that I've done um, a video for. And then this is a fly through I did for um, a company. Um, so I would, the, first off, I would change that. I would change that to video production because that's not really like you can use video for social. This is great video editing. Great. It's really good. You made that whole, you made this whole video that you edited together and everything. What the montage or the ones you've seen inside it? The everything the, the montage yeah. and the videos everything you see there i filmed an entity so the, the them putting their hands up at the studio yeah um i just happened to be there it was a photo shoot and i filmed it for the guy and, and then uh, you put this whole montage together and then i put the montage together so that it will explain the different things that i've done and then yeah, right would, at the end you'll see um the fitness video which is um, a, a fitness coach who's online doing a fitness. And so you did know. that the kitchen, the kitchen, and everything. The text fully fitted. Yeah, kitchen. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Man, that's Gimble. that's really well done. Uh, I would put video production, not social media, because uh, you're a, a really good video editor and produ and cre creator. That's that's really good. Um, I would almost, I would almost have like the IT bar. Like sometimes you offer a service that doesn't quite fit under your brand, you know? So mm. you almost be better off like having a separate website for you, like your own personal brand. And like, these are the additional services I offer. The only reason I say that is because I, like, I, like we were talking about before when building websites for other people, when you think about your website, who do you, are you trying to attract? Right. Because these are very different products and services with very different people with very well, different needs. Now you know why I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. You can see why and I'm confused. Yeah. I would I would recommend you take a hard look at your business and say, what is my bread and butter? Like, what is my primary source of revenue? What do I want to focus on the most? Okay. And then go right all now. in on that. I'm focusing on the 50 plus and the IT, but I'm growing the virtual tours and the video editing video editing yeah. is not is not my strength right now i mean i can video edit but i don't know how good i am or not until you've just said what you thought and that's the first professional opinion i've had ever you know because i, I thought that was really good yeah um, um i i think you basically have two businesses here because virtual tours and video editing and production all fall under the same umbrella right. you could have uh like that makes sense well, and then the it one. side what's that if you um, can you go to this, um, just type if you go, go open another window, yeah, and type in www. You have to do that, I'll tell you why. Oh, okay, yeah, I know you're gonna say you oh, you don't need to, but um, and then put in um, yeah, yeah. let's put ITEA bar virtual tours, all one word so. I'm changing this, by the way. It's just, I just threw this up. Sure. Right. So this is where I've been told as well by somebody that, you know what, I've, the virtual tours, because I started getting into it, I should just focus 
one website on the virtual tours, but you saying that the video editing is kind of under the same category. Maybe I should, uh, you know. I think that. it falls, it could, it could fall under the same umbrella. So if you have a, a, a website dedicated towards your work around video, and then you have dedicated service pages for like video production, video editing, because right. those are two mm. different things. Mm. Um, filming, virtual tours, like, and but it's all centered around video. That makes yeah. sense, and that's that, that's, that's kind of point. like a separate business. Then point. your your current one with IT bar, still a great idea, and I love the the kind of the pun with the IT and sip some tea. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's focused towards your what you said is your bread and butter, your over fifty crowd who's who wants to learn about tech. So. Mm. Those really are two separate things. I would I would recommend you have two actually two different sites for those. Okay, that's good. Thanks. I really appreciate that. that yeah. It's it's yeah, difficult it to get um um unbiased professional feedback. What you guys are doing, I'm going to tell you now. I, I really admire what I don't, I, you know. I don't I don't even really truly understand what your guys are up. What you guys are doing. I can't remember how I kind of. But it worked and it got me because I do not connect like this, man. I teach online all the time and I'm the person who's hosting and doing all that kind of stuff. So to have me join you, I'm not saying you're, you're blessed. I'm just saying you've made me adjust the way I do things. And so you, whatever it is that you guys are doing, it's, 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 it's kind of worked on me. And um, I appreciate it as well because your, your feedback has been very good. I want you to use this as a soundbite as well. Oh yeah, yeah I'm saving all of this for my reviews, you, testimonials page. No, you save it. No, you save it man, <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I say this to my I say this to people. The truth is easy. You understand? And um, I don't say things unless I really genuinely mean it. It's easier to just sidestep it. So the truth is, you know, uh, your feedback has been really good. You've been very professional there. And uh, yeah, I've, I feel I've got a lot from this. So I really appreciate it. And you need to know that. Oh, that's really nice to know. That uh, keeps me motivated. Because the truth is, I actually like I I love doing this. Like I talk, I could talk with people about this stuff all day, and my my business could fall apart because <laughs> I just love talking about stuff like this. And um, yeah, it's it's amazing to be able to talk to people all over the world from all kinds of different backgrounds and cultures, and uh, and all trying to do something like this, start their own web design business, especially in in this time of so much uncertainty. Uh, and people kind of and people looking for alternative sources of income. People have lost their jobs, um, and it's frankly it's never been a better time because the world, as fast as the world was going to with the push towards digital, it's only gone up, you know, ten times now. So mm. more and more businesses need to have a digital presence of some kind. So mm. there's never been a better time to get started mm. with it. So well, the thing I'm is, I'm gonna, I, to, I will be heading to. My rep, my thing, because the consultancy side of things seems to be growing. People are asking me my opinion on something, or what do you think I should do? Like my student side said to me, "Okay, can I speak to you separately?" I said, "Okay, why well, we speak to me separately?" And now she's saying that she wants me to help her produce her her podcast and her her, her social media presence because she's over fifty. She, I think she's in her sixties, but she's like an, a lawyer, you know, and she's but she's. Obviously, people leave have huge gaps. She doesn't really want to. She don't want to make a website. She she got somebody. She wants us to do it. She wants me to do it. Do you understand? Um, yeah. And 
but they, they, people don't talk, take time to listen to what people got to say, truly. It's always business, business, business. And I think that there's a way of balancing that and still making some money, you understand? But being there for yeah. somebody at the same time. And what you guys have done is make me feel like, hold on, mom, this guy's interested in what I'm doing. And that'll pull me in to say, okay, what is it you're doing? And then I'm going to focus a bit more and that'll draw me in. And somebody goes to me, well, who do I talk to? I'll say, well, you know, this guy called Patrick I was talking to. Mexico, you understand? And that's good. It's a very clever, clever move and very um, intelligent, I suppose. But well done. Cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a good chat. Actually, this might be a new record. This may be the longest one I've ever done. So, <laughs> how long is this? Oh my God, we're going towards an hour. An hour. All right. Yeah. Well, you, um, well, I'll shut up now. And then you can, you can go. That was fun. I look forward to uh, to seeing what you come up with with your new designs and stuff. So keep me posted. No problem, man. Look, thanks again. You take care. And, uh, Stay safe. All right, you too. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to have a free 30-minute one-on-one coaching session with me and be the next guest on the podcast, just click the link in the description and submit your info. Keep up the good work.